welcome to the Pearl of Great Price podcast. It's the 18th of February. And on this day in Christian history, we go back to the year 1678 and we travel to England. But a Christian allegory written by a Puritan preacher, John Bunyan, called The Pilgrim's Progress from This World to That Which Is to Come, was first published on February the 18th, 1678. At nearly 109,000 words long, it is divided into two parts with no chapter divisions and has been cited as the first novel written in English. It is now regarded as one of the most significant works of religious fiction in English literature. The Pilgrim's Progress, as it became known, has been translated into more than 200 languages and has never been out of print, reputedly making it the best-selling book after the Bible. Bunyan began writing it when he was in the Bedfordshire County Prison in central England for violations against the Conventicle Act, which had prohibited the holding of religious services outside the auspices of the established Church of England. After today's first edition, an expanded edition with editions written after Bunyan was freed appeared a year later and subsequent editions were published in his lifetime, a testament to its quick uptake and its popularity. The entire book is presented as a dream sequence, narrated by an omniscient narrator, and the central character is named Christian and is meant to represent all of us, and the plot centres on his journey from his hometown the city of destruction, which represents this world, to the celestial city, that which is to come. Christian is weighed down by a great burden, the knowledge of his sin, which he believed came from reading the book in his hand, which is the Bible. Christian meets a character called Evangelist as he's walking out in the fields who directs him to the wicket gate for deliverance. And since Christian cannot see the wicket gate in the distance, Evangelist directs him to go to a shining light. He leaves his home, and sadly also his wife and children, to save himself, as he cannot persuade them to accompany him. Obstinate and pliable go after Christian to bring him back, but Christian refuses. Obstinate returns disgusted, but Pliable is persuaded to go with Christian until they both fall into the slough of despond, where Pliable abandons Christian after getting himself out. On his way to the wicket gate, Christian is diverted by the secular ethics of Mr. Worldly Wiseman and a Mr. Legality and his son Civility, in the village of morality. They divert him until the evangelist meets the wayward Christian and exposes the worldly wise men, legality and civility for the thwards they are. An evangelist directs Christian to return to the way to the wicked gate and Christian complies. There are many more characters and places on the way but that should give you a taste of the tone and the scope of the work.
Bunyan's playing style breathes life into the abstractions of the anthropomorphized temptations that he meets along the path of life. And it has a widespread appeal, which is very interesting. Fifty years after its publication, the famous writer and essayist Samuel Johnson said that this is the great merit of the book, that the most cultivated man cannot find anything to praise more highly, and the child knows nothing more amusing. It was soon reprinted in the colonies of North America and was widely read in the Puritan communities there. And because of its English Protestant theology, it reflects a widespread apathy towards the Catholic Church. Bunyan presents the Pope as a decrepit and harmless giant who confronts Christian at the end of the valley of the shadow of death. And when Christian and another character, Faithful, travel through Vanity Fair, Bunyan adds the editorial comment, but as in other fairs, the ware of Rome and her merchandise is greatly promoted in this fair. Only our English nation, with some others, have taken a dislike thereat. Distributed enthusiastically by Protestant missionaries, it has been translated into many languages, as well as over 80 different African languages. The struggles of Christian through life seem to have a universal resonance and illustrated versions of the Pilgrim's Progress in Chinese were printed in Hong Kong and Shanghai in the 1850s and Futso, the leader of the Christian-inspired Taiping Rebellion declared that the book was his favourite reading. That's all from the Pearl of Great Price today. If you'd like to know more about anything in today's podcast, email the show at pogppod at gmail.com p-o-g-p-p-o-d at gmail.com or visit our website at www.pogp.net Join us tomorrow as we remember the birth of the Polish priest and astronomer Nicholas Copernicus whose heliocentric concept of the solar system became the foundation of modern astronomy. Have a lovely day wherever you are and thanks for listening.